Greetings, and thank you for joining us for the 21st episode of DC Animation with Spencer and Friends. This is an LMG Podcast production. Today, I'm joined by a dear friend. Hello, I'm Dallas. Dallas is back with us. Uh, If you are a frequent listener, you have heard Dallas's voice before. Uh, We reviewed a movie earlier in this series, and... um, I think we had a good time, but I think we'll have a better time today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, Dallas, to, just to remind the people, uh, can you tell us a little bit about your DC consumption? Uh, it's mostly movies and video games. Um, I didn't really read much comics growing up. Um, yeah, definitely video games is where I consume most of my DC stuff. Uh, that should work out for us today, then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I appreciate you for joining us on this journey through DC Animation. Today's film is Batman Assault on Arkham, released July 29th, 2014. I'm going to read a synopsis in my own words, and then we're going to talk about it. Sounds good. So, we open with the Riddler and Amanda Waller having a battle of wits, and the Riddler loses. Amanda Waller sends a tactical unit to deal with the Riddler when suddenly the lights go out and a voice in the night says, Riddler is mine. Holy crap, it's Batman. Batman handles the tactical unit and interrogates the Riddler and Amanda Waller calls in an order to assemble Task Force X. We then get a sitcom style introduction to each member of the squad. Everyone wakes up in a room and Amanda Waller introduces herself and lets everyone know the deal. They are convicted with uh, their convicts and they have skills and life sentences that uh, they have been brought all together to run an off the books suicide mission. Everyone also has an explosive device in their neck that Amanda Waller can detonate at any time. KG Beast thinks that she's bluffing and gets his head blown off. The Riddler stole sensitive data and uh, from Amanda Waller's computer, and their mission is to break into Arkham and retrieve it. The squad is put to sleep again, and they are dropped out of an airplane shortly after waking up. It's game time. So, after landing, the squad moves through the sewers to avoid detection. They arrive at the Iceberg Lounge owned by the Penguin, and he provides them with what they will need. Killer Frost hears from Amanda Waller about a special assignment that is just going to stay between the two of them, and Deadshot finds himself helping Harley scratch an itch. Now, it's mission time, and Harley gets dropped off at a toy store, at a toy store where she and Batman have a little scrap. Evidently, the Joker has a dirty bomb hidden somewhere in Gotham. She knows nothing about it and is given to the police so that they can take her to Arkham. Deadshot acts as a police officer that brings her in. Everyone else doesn't have a super smooth time getting in with their disguises, but um, on the way to her cell, the Joker spots Harley and starts talking that shit. So she grabs Deadshot's gun and starts shooting him, uh, tries to shoot him, you know, through the glass. 
in all the commotion, Deadshot is able to hook up a device that changes uh, what's on the computer so that everyone else is able to get in. They all suit up and go to the security room to ensure that they are not caught on the cameras. Deadshot and Captain Boomerang get into a little skirmish, and the squad has to fight their way through several security guards. Batman doesn't feel right about his interaction with Harley earlier that evening, so he looks at the Arkham footage and figures out that it's not live, so he heads that way. After handling the guards, Deadshot lets everybody know that he is the HNIC, and the squad makes their way to the contraband room where they are able to locate the Riddler's staff. But Batman shows up and the fight begins. After an explosion, Black Spider walks out with Batman's utility belt. They see that the staff doesn't have what they were looking for, and Killer Frost pays the Riddler a little visit, uh, which was the special assignment that she was given. And so, you know, she is completing that for Amanda Waller. Uh, he tells Killer Frost that he knows how to defuse the bombs, and she decides not to kill him. The Joker is pissed off about Harley's new man, but then realizes that she gave him a way to escape his cell. Meanwhile, the rest of the squad arrives at the Riddler's cell to see that he and Killer Frost are not there. The squad tries to make their way to the medical center so that the Riddler can deactivate their bombs, but they are met with the special crimes unit. Killer Shark, or King Shark, is used as a tank guided by Killer Frost to get through. Once in there, the Riddler sets everybody up to be given some electroshock therapy, which is how to defuse the bombs while Black Spider keeps a lookout. Amanda Waller calls in and she is pissed because things are not lining up. The Riddler turns on the machine to shock everyone and Amanda Waller detonates the bombs. The shock didn't work on King Shark, and his head explodes. In the hallway, the Joker finds Batman, and his head explodes. It is revealed that Black Spider has been Batman in disguise. He and the Riddler fight, then the Joker shows up and starts blowing shit up. Batman has to make a strategic retreat, and the Joker is about to kill the squad when Harley jumps in and says that the only reason she is there was to break him out. Deadshot and the Joker have a standoff, and the Joker and Harley make their escape. The Joker sets a timer for a bomb in Harley's mallet, and the remaining members of the squad try to get out of Arkham. Batman comes back to Arkham to stop the Joker, and the Joker releases all of the prisoners in Arkham, causing, you know, a riot. The squad needs to escape, and they all go their separate ways to try to make that happen for themselves. Killer Frost tries to escape in a police car, but Bane throws it, and it explodes. Deadshot is the one who makes it to the helicopter to escape. Turns out Joker and Harley were also on that helicopter. So Joker and Deadshot start fighting while Harley tries to not crash the helicopter. Batman is in pursuit and he manages to get Harley off the chopper. Deadshot and Joker continue their fight, which ends with the Joker being thrown into the chopper, which falls several stories and explodes. Batman defuses the bomb that the Joker set off, uh, or that the Joker started the timer for, and then he pays Amanda Waller a visit. He gives her a warning, and then she sees a little red dot. 
and it is Deadshot that has her in his sights. Credits. So, Dallas, what do you think of the movie? Uh, it's pretty good. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I I'd never seen it before, so that, that was that was my first time watching it, and uh, it was pretty exciting throughout. Excellent. Excellent. Um, what were your thoughts on the art style? Uh, I love the way it was uh, drawn, um, or animated. Uh, I thought it looked great. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Excellent. I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were your thoughts on the voice cast? Top notch. I love the voice cast. Like, uh, I knew a lot of them just by, like, when they first started talking. Then I then I looked up. I was like, oh my god, there's so many good voice actors in this thing. <laughs> yeah, I would say so far this is the best voice cast. Uh, like, period. Like, this voice cast is very good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't have issues with any of them. So, um, one of the reasons that I wanted you for this episode is because this movie takes place in the same universe as the Arkham games, mm-hmm. and so uh, you have played through all of the Arkham games. I have. Uh, you mentioned uh, very specifically that video games uh, is where a lot of your DC knowledge comes from. And so I definitely wanted you on this episode as an expert with uh, the Arkham games Mm. because this movie exists in that same universe. Stuff always goes down at Arkham. Oh yeah. Always. (laughs) Always. Um, As far as the art style, I really enjoyed it. This is one of the only movies where Batman has like eyeballs that you can see, like, cause usually Uh his, his eyes are just white, but in this movie, like you could, actually see eyeballs Mm -hmm. and this is one of the very few times that's the case huh that's i didn't even realize it until you pointed out just then but yeah i guess it i didn't even think about it yeah and so that's one you know just a little tiny detail Mm -hmm. that uh i thought added a little something uh made a little different um this in my opinion was barely a batman movie um Yeah, the further it went in, I was like, this is a Suicide Squad movie. This is absolutely a Suicide Squad <laughs> yeah, movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, it exists in Batman's uh, game, and mm-hmm. Batman is, you know, in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, yeah, this is this is barely a Batman movie, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Uh, you can even is... almost argue it's a Deadshot movie, to to an extent. Yeah, I'd I'd say it's a Suicide Squad movie, but yes, um, it is absolutely a Deadshot movie. Which let's talk about him. Um, so this is my Floyd Lawton, like this is the best version, my favorite version of Deadshot that I've seen. Um, he is voiced by the dude who plays Damian Dark in the Arrowverse. Um, so I have said it in several episodes. I love the reuse and rotation of um these actors in dc projects Mm -hmm. and he did a phenomenal job he was very serious did not play around and he was very skilled very capable um in episode three of dc animation with spencer and friends we talk about a movie uh gotham knight and in that movie there's a version of deadshot that i do not like one bit and so seeing this version of deadshot like because this is like that again this is my floyd lawton 
Like mm. I love Deadshot in this movie. Mm. I think he's great. And we will see him later in this series as well, but like that I can think of, even with the Will Smith version, like this is my favorite version of Deadshot. We have Harley, who was voiced by Starfire from Teen Titans. Um, I'm sure she does a bunch of other shit too, but yeah. I think she did a great job voicing Harley. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, and and this is like a very classic Harley. Like this yeah. is, I feel like this is the Harley that most people, not not this specifically, but like that mm-hmm. version or that style of voicing Harley is what people mm-hmm. are used to. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Spider was voiced by Giancarlo. I love him. He's in everything it seems like now. Yeah. But um, yeah, Giancarlo is, uh, he's great in everything that he does. Have you watched the Harley Quinn show? Hmm. Okay. Well, the Harley Quinn show, uh, which we may talk about like way, way later, like hmm. years from now, perhaps. Um, it is a pretty I- I'd call it a comedy. And okay. it's a it's a pretty dark comedy. Like it's for adults, like children should not be watching it. But um it has a lot of these same characters in it and very different versions of them. So watching that and watching this, like you get very, very different versions of characters. So um, like King Shark, for example, in this, he's a lot more humanoid, Mm. but in Harley Quinn, like he's actually a shark. He's he's got legs, but he's a shark. (laughs) And since it's a comedy, he like wears a hoodie and is a pretty chill dude. Okay. Uh, he's a dad now so yeah um and i bring that up because in harley quinn there are a lot of these same characters and it's again very different versions of them but anyway um speaking of king shark he's voiced by john dimaggio um another reason i wanted you on this one is because uh you and i have spent many many hours playing gears of war oh yeah and so for Marcus to be in this movie is just great. <laughs> uh, he is also the Joker in episode eight, where we discuss Under the Red Hood. So uh, John DiMaggio is no stranger to the DC things. And then we have uh, Killer Frost, who was voiced by um, a lady who's in so much. I know her as Avatar Kiyoshi from uh, Avatar The Last Airbender, but she's in a bunch of stuff. But yeah, so... Um, talking about the movie, uh, were you already familiar with the Suicide Squad? Yes, I was, yeah, I've been familiar with the Suicide Squad. I wasn't necessarily familiar with all these characters, though. Okay, um, and the Suicide Squad is one of those groups that like changes, and it's fact it's yeah. got different people in it every single time. Yeah, and so yeah, like that that makes sense. I think the first time I saw this movie was the first time I had ever seen Black Spider. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I, yeah, I had not seen him before and it, he was not a villain. It seemed like, like he, it, it looked, he was yeah, acting he, he, like he was a vigilante, but like, yeah. uh, a very anti-hero yeah. uh, style person because it, it sounded like he did not want to work with criminals one bit. Yeah. In fact, that's like one of the first things he says when they get kidnapped by Waller is like, I don't work with, uh these kinds of people are yeah, I don't work with convicts, yeah. scum. 
yeah like he was uh he he had a superiority complex to these people but um yeah and you know you would think that he was written in a way because since his name is black spider you would think that he was a lot closer to spider-man like Mm -hmm. he's kind of um one of dc's answers to spider-man but this version of black spider not even a little bit no No, he's more like like a like a ninja or something yeah he is he is very much a ninja assassin Mm -hmm. uh stealthy like yeah he he likes to be up close and he's uh yeah like very unlike spider-man in a lot of ways but i have seen versions of black spider that are a lot closer to spider-man but i thought that that was interesting um so in the beginning of the movie we see Amanda Waller and the Riddler just kind of going back and forth. And she's just like, hey, um, I really just needed to stall to find you. So now that I've done that, I'm going to send a unit in there to get you. And then Batman shows up and he ruins some people's day. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me tell you this version. And this, yeah, we're going to talk about it in a little bit. But um, yeah, this Batman, like in the Arkham games, he gets right to it. Oh, yeah. Like just he was, uh, he was too much. Ass. <laughs> yeah, beaten ass. It was too much. So, let me actually ask you this question: um, Who in this movie, I guess, of the main characters, do you see in the Arkham games? Uh, Deadshot. Okay. Um, Riddler, of course. Joker. I don't remember off the top of my head if Frost is in it. Okay. She she might be. But like uh you said it wasn't Killer Shark. King Shark. King Shark. He wasn't in it. Uh, is Captain I, Boomerang in it? Captain Boomerang is not in it. Because I'd never heard of Captain Boomerang before this movie. Captain Boomerang is more of a flash villain. Um, I think King Shark may also... I don't know who King Shark belongs to. But I know Captain Boomerang as a Flash villain. Um, I don't know who Black Spider belongs to or if he belongs to anybody. Um, And in this, uh, I guess KG Beast was a robot because when his head exploded, it was very mechanical. Like, it was not bloody or anything. I didn't even realize that. Because right. when everybody else's head exploded, yeah, it's pretty graphic. Yeah, yeah. But his just huh. kind of exploded like a robot. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's cool. That's fine. It's not an issue. Yeah. But I was like, I I thought he was a person. But okay. <laughs> I don't know why he just walked out. She's like, go ahead, try me. Well, like, he walked out because he thought she was bluffing. He uh, he said, like, you wouldn't have gone to all the. He had it like if it wasn't Amanda Waller. Mm then, you know, he would have had a good case. But obviously, he didn't know who he was fucking with. Yeah. Like, that was very clear. Because one thing I know about Amanda... Speaking of that, I forgot. Uh, th- that Amanda, That's my Amanda Waller. Like, mm-hmm. CCH, I yeah. love her as Amanda Waller. Mm-hmm. Um, Whenever they did the Suicide Squad movie, she should have been Amanda Waller. Like, mm-hmm. I... She, nah, that's my Amanda Waller. But... um, Not to speak negatively about Viola Davis, but CCH is my, that's my Amanda Waller. But yeah, Amanda Waller, 
that's she oh god she does not she's a broken xbox she don't play no games and kgb's had never dealt with her because the fact that um you know floyd and harley were like oh we're back all right what do you need done like they they had played this game before and so they they knew the deal and again kgb's i think he was put in the movie just so we knew that Amanda Waller was not playing around. And that make, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, like I I think he was absolutely just planted there uh for our and there were a couple of times they did that because this movie makes it very clear like the level of power and authority that Amanda Waller has is pretty serious. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the things that I'm glad they did. They also in the montage where we find out who's going to be in the Suicide Squad, We it's not only a montage of who they are, but it's also a montage of them being captured. Mm-hmm. Like, it's yeah. it's how they all got to this point, or yeah. what situation led them to where they are now. And I think that was really well done. Like, it, it looked great, and nice way to introduce everybody. Yeah. I 100% agree. Like, I'm glad that that's the way they did it. Mm-hmm. Um, So, yeah. She assembles Task Force X because she's like, he has very sensitive data and I can't have that. Like, that's that's not going to work. So she calls them together. They wake up in a room and Amanda Waller is like, yeah, here's the deal. KG Beast is like, no, you wouldn't do that. And then he gets his shit blown off. And then Amanda Waller drops them out of a plane just to flex. <laughs> because... Any of them could have died when she dropped them out of that plane. Like, that was so trifling. Uh, Because, yeah, and she said, like, remember this feeling, convicts. Mm, Your life is in my hands. Your life is in my hands. I hold your life in my hands. So (laughs) don't get it twisted. Understand that I am her, is Mm. what Amanda Waller said. (laughs) Um, So they land. And they have to go through the sewers. And one thing that I love about that is everybody's real clear. Batman is too much. Mm -hmm. There is no confusion. The only person who's even questioning it is Captain Boomerang. And when he does, everybody's like, oh, you want to go ahead. No, go go ahead. ahead. Yeah, go try it out. (laughs) Be my guest. Go go ahead up there. And he's like, no, it's only a couple more miles. It's fine. I'll just, I'll just stay down here with y'all. No, no need in uh, no need in splitting up. Yeah, yeah. Every that's the thing. Like everybody knew, King Shark knew, Killer Frost knew, Floyd absolutely knew. Harlot, like nobody wanted those problems mm-hmm. because that's the only person they were worried about alerting was Batman. Mm-hmm. They said like, we don't care about alerting anybody else, but do you want to deal with the bat? And Cat Boomerang was like, you know what? I'm good. So yeah, it is it is a very clear that uh Batman is is too much. Like and everybody's aware of it. Like everybody's like, that that's the guy that we want not involved at all. And to the point where Amanda Waller was like, the whole reason we're doing this tonight is because Batman is busy. And the fact that Floyd very specifically said, What about Batman? Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to have those problems. So I guess this is a Batman movie because Batman is too much. And they make that 
abundantly clear. Yeah. And I love um, it. It's kind of like how some movies have done it, but where it, like, just the thought of Batman just possibly being in the shadows is enough to keep the criminals at bay a little bit. Yeah. Yes. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, if they see a dark corner, they're like, oh, shit. Mm. Like, I, ah, ugh. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, um, I love it. I will say, um, they did demonstrate that Black Spider does have skills because while everybody was like, uh, clamped down to their chair, Black Spider just wasn't. Mm-hmm. Like, he just escaped and was ready to start killing people. Yeah. It's like, oh, if you do that, Amanda Waller's gonna blow your whole shit up. So that's probably not a good idea. But, okay. So they arrive with um the penguin and one question that i had for you how do you, how do you like your penguin because we have we have different versions of the penguin but like there are some versions of the penguin that are just like a man who's like built a certain way and that we range from just like a human man up to like an actual like has penguin qualities yeah how, how do you like your penguin Ah, uh, man, that's a, that's a good question. Uh, I guess I kind of prefer just like a normal, not penguin penguin. Just kind of has like the features of it. But, I mean, I'm fine either way. But the, the way he was just scarfing down those fish was just like, ugh. And, yeah. <laughs> and honestly, this was a pretty good hybrid because we usually yeah. either see penguin as a human who is very in charge like he yeah. is like he's got himself set up he's in yeah. good shape he's like he's uh like already at the top of the crime ladder if mm. you will yeah. and then or we see versions like um in Batman Returns where mm. he is an outcast and he is very much a penguin mm. and doing penguin things and i think that this was Somewhere in the middle where he's a human, but he's still doing penguin shit. Because, mm. like, when he was just eating those whole fish, I was like, yeah. oh, my Lord. And just, he had, like, a huge pile of <laughs> Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was a massive pile. Yeah. And he was just eating them like they were goldfish. Like, just, just yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I kind of I like the way you, uh, more of the, like, mob boss kind of penguin. Yeah, yeah, I I do prefer that over the other one. So yeah, and I I like this version of Penguin, and um, I I even like the fact that he wasn't just American. Yeah, yeah. uh, in this movie. So do we see Penguin in Arkham in the games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in there quite a bit, actually. I assumed he would be. He might be in all of them, all three of them. Okay, I assumed he would be. Yeah, Yeah. And I will say one thing with Penguin, I feel like they've gotten away from the trick umbrella because I feel like that was Penguin's like signature thing was mm. the trick umbrella. And I feel like I don't see him use it a whole lot in a lot of more recent stuff. Mm, no, not really. But um, he is uh, when when he's there. I, I love the interaction that he and Floyd have because mm-hmm. there's just respect there. Yeah. Like he says, like, this is the best man for the job. 
like just straight praise like i love this man i love working with him he gets the job done he does good clean efficient work like this is who you want and mm. then he sees harley quinn yeah <laughs> like and the switch <laughs> like he immediately is like fuck that bitch like mm-hmm. he like on site he he saw her and immediately pulled out the gun yeah, <laughs> which may have been his umbrella. I don't it was. Know. It was his umbrella. Yeah. yeah, but that's why I mentioned that because we don't see him use his umbrella, like strict umbrella, very often. But yeah, he got that thing. He was ready to unload it on her. Mm. Yeah, and and he was pissed because it's like you cost me all this money for no reason. Yeah, for a laugh. <laughs> yeah, just for a laugh. <laughs> and yeah, he was ready to put her down. Oh yeah, and then. Floyd had to step in and say, you know, probably not a good look. I don't think you should do that. And then, yeah, all the respect is gone. He's like, get the fuck out of my face. Mm-hmm. Get what you need. And get the fuck out. Like, mm-hmm. Harley just ruined his whole mood. <laughs> and that was, uh, yeah, that was, I, I, I like that there's stuff in the world and i like that there's relationships that have history behind them and there's things that have happened between people and this movie you know does a good job of demonstrating that it's really hard to put together a team of people that are going to get along let alone a team of people who are villains and so who have um very specifically negative qualities about them and that's why Amanda Waller handled it the way she did. Uh, that's why she gave them a little incentive and said, uh, you pretty much don't have a choice. Like, I will blow your head off and no one will be bothered. Mm. So uh, you're going to do what I say. And so uh, they, you know, the whole during a lot of the movie, um, you know, Captain Boomerang and Deadshot are just having a pissing contest. Mm. And we see a lot of that uh, happening, which makes sense. Because, yeah. um, you know. I, I was curious about that. So is there, do they have, I'm sure they have a history like in the comics and stuff, but do they have like a history as far as these movies go? Not to my knowledge. I think okay. that generally they will create that kind of pissing contest between two members in the Suicide Squad, just yeah. kind of in general. Because... Okay. Uh, did you see the recent live action Suicide Squad movie, the second one that the, I guess is the Suicide Squad, the one with Idris and John Cena? I haven't seen that one yet. Okay, the same kind of dynamic is created between them. Okay, uh, Idrissa and John Cena, who are Bloodsport and Peacemaker, okay. are also having a similar pissing contest of like i'm better than you no i'm better than you and then they have Mm. like random contests of killing people Mm. and like it's i think it's kind of like baked into the suicide squad uh dynamic i got you okay and so i don't think that those two have history with each other especially because deadshot is usually a batman problem and Captain like Boomerang is usually a flash, a flash problem. Okay, yeah. So yeah, like I, the comic books are expansive, and there's no way that you can read everything. Oh yeah. Um, so they have probably interacted, and I mm. just don't know about it. Mm. But um, yeah, as far as I know, they don't have very much interaction. Okay. Um, but yeah, they have a little pissing contest, and um, 
you know, again, Floyd Lawton is about business. Floyd Lawton is like, I'm not drinking tonight. We got we got school in the morning. Like, yeah. we got shit to do. I need to be uh at the top of my game. I need to be in my right mind. I I cannot uh be off because I understand that Amanda Waller will end all of this. Mm. And I need to make it to my daughter. And while Floyd, that's one thing that I like that happens in this movie. Floyd never actually says it. We don't have, he doesn't have to talk about it. We we know that he is doing this to reunite with his daughter. Like we, we know that. Yeah. And they make that very clear without having to spend a bunch of time on it or without him having to have a conversation, uh, you know, without him bringing it up all the time. Like we just know that that's what he's here to do. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. So, um, you know, Harley finds herself interested in Floyd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, she just shows up in his room. And, you know, he consents. So at least there's that. Yahtzee. <laughs> and then Yahtzee. So um, I guess... And, you know, under the circumstances and based on their lines of work and all of that, I hope that he was safe. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, that's not a baby that we need to have right now. And we don't know what the Joker has. And yeah. Um. Anyway, I hope they were safe. But in comic books, who knows? Um. So, Harley gets dropped off at the toy store and just starts, you know, making a ruckus, which attracts Batman, and they fight for a little bit, and she does better than she should, I think, mm-hmm. in that fight. See, I well, did, I was curious about this, was that the plan, was to get Batman to capture Harley? The plan was for her to end up back in Arkham. Yeah, I just... Seem like they took all that time to avoid the Batman, and then their key part of the or a big part of the plan was to get Batman involved. <laughs> well, and that it was about timing. So yeah. the problem is, if Batman would have been involved too early, that could have ruined the plan. That could have changed things. That would have mm-hmm. been, you know, an obstacle to climb because they needed first to get to Penguin to get equipment and get everything they needed. So that was step one, was making it to Penguin. So they didn't want Batman to stop them from getting to Penguin. Because getting to Penguin was a huge part of the plan because he had everything, like he had an armory for them. And then they also needed to set it up so that they could get into Arkham cleanly as opposed to being brought in as, uh, you know, inmates. Okay. Patients? Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I don't know if they're inmates or patients at Arkham because it's... oh, they're uh, both. They're patients and I think well, they're inmates, and then I think they become patients against their will. Is the best way to put it. <laughs> okay, because I would figure there are some people who are in there as patients, but there are a lot of people who are in there strictly as inmates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because. There are sometimes Arkham is portrayed as like a very open area where people are in like kind of gowns Mm. and it is more of an asylum for the 
unwell as mm-hmm. opposed to like a high security prison. So yeah. sometimes it's actually an asylum and sometimes it's more what I think Blackgate would be. Mm-hmm. But this one was very much like a high security prison. Like yeah. there was yeah. it it if there were any people or if there was a room where people were kind of just like freely roaming and you know just um you know, there were doctors around and like that kind of situation. Yeah. This wasn't that kind of Arkham. No, and that's how it is in the game. Is It's more of a high security prison. I mean, they have like doctors and stuff walking around, but it's, it's, it's a prison, like a high security prison. So, Yeah. And there may be different sections uh, or mm-hmm. different wards, different areas for different things. But um, in a movie that we discussed earlier in, episodes um in the episodes where we discuss the dark knight returns part one part two that Mm -hmm. version of arkham is very different than this one Mm -hmm. because in that version of arkham yeah it's a white room uh people are walking around in you know gowns and there are doctors that are there you know rehabilitating and that's Mm -hmm. kind of the purpose and the goal and even the Joker, he's like able to freely just—he's catatonic for a lot of it, but he's able to freely just roam, and you know, walk around and have conversations and you know all that. So it is interesting seeing how different versions of Arkham look. And having you know played a little bit of the Arkham games, I knew that Arkham in this case was going to be a lot more prison-like and for the sake of the movie and with the people that we see are in there, it needs to be because we see some rogues gallery um, and we see them a little later and we'll talk about them. But right now, um, Harley gets caught and, you know, Batman checks her and is like, Hey, the Joker's got a dirty bomb. What do you know? She's like, I know nothing. It's like, all right, uh, take her away fellas. And then, uh, everybody gets in their disguises, and then uh, they start, you know, getting in there. Uh, Deadshot and Harley are able to get in pretty easily. I will say, um, I'm pretty sure that Deadshot's facial hair is not acceptable for police officers. Ooh. I feel She's... like, I yeah. feel like you you're not allowed to have hair below your lip line. Yeah, no, no, it's mustache only. And he definitely, A, his mustache was longer, like it went beyond his lip line. And then he had a little soul patch, which I don't know if it was a soul patch, but it was in the soul patch area. Yeah. And um, and a little beard, I think a little. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But it, regardless, um, I don't I don't think that was acceptable facial hair mm-hmm. um, in the force. But whatever. That's cool. If, so if, plus I, I would worry about somebody recognizing me if I was dead shot because well he usually wears a mask yeah and like the I know that there are a lot of versions of dead shot where his face is completely covered like mm-hmm. he's got the like he just has a little one eye that's mm-hmm. red and then yeah like his whole head is covered yeah so it makes sense that people didn't recognize him mm-hmm. but yeah, I guess it depends on which uniform he decides to go with. But That's like true. Captain Boomerang, you should know who that is. Because mm. he just wears clothes and a hat. Mm. Like Captain Boomerang is just himself. And 
Black Spider, yeah, nobody should have known who he was. Mm. And then King Shark, yeah, they had to bring him in a different way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they get in there and they are, you know, walking through and uh, they come across the Joker. And he is just the worst kind of guy. Yeah. And yeah, he uh, just just immediately demonstrates how toxic he is mm. and you know harley falls for it of course but it looks like that may have been the plan the whole time there was a lot of that there was a lot of oh it was that was what we wanted all along yeah. in this movie yeah. um which you know i like because it you you never know what's happening you never know what's coming you never like mm. it, it keeps you on your toes mm. and, and like it also this movie, this movie did a very good job with, with that, with keeping it on your toes. and Yeah, and like a little misdirection um, mm. and demonstrating how smart and forward-thinking a lot of these people are. Mm. Uh, because whenever Harley used, like, it, it looked like a lot of that was planned, but also wasn't. Mm. Because the whole, like, um, altercation whenever Harley sees him, it's like, was that planned or not? Because that's what allowed Deadshot to actually um, put the little put the put the thing on there so that everybody mm. else could get in. Yeah, and that also, you know, Harley used it to allow the Joker to escape, which is mm. like uh, okay. Mm. So, um, yeah, I thought that that was a. Uh, that was interesting because I kind of wonder how planned it was and if that was the goal or if it was like, all right, we just got to make this work. Mm. Um, it was hard to tell because I'm wondering if that wasn't the plan, what was the plan? Like where were Deadshot and Harley trying to get so that he could do that? Because he had eyes on him the whole time. So mm. I don't know. But I yeah, like it, it kind of felt like that was a part of the plan, but it also kind of didn't. And so I don't really know. I'm also kind of confused what like the other guards that came to the the cell after that. They just let they Deadshot take her away again. I mean, I feel like other yeah. guards are like, "Hey, she just took your gun about kill one of our inmates. You're not going anywhere with her." That's well, and, or I would have been like, "No, you're not taking her by yourself." Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, like I, if if I'm one of the other guards, I'm like, let me help you with that because yeah. clearly you can't. You don't need to be by yourself with her because she's too much for you alone. Mm. Because if you hadn't been by yourself, maybe we wouldn't have gotten into this situation. Yeah. So that's one where it's like, okay. Because yeah, when he was like, I got her. No, yeah. no, no, you don't. No. <laughs> I don't trust you to have her. Like yeah. I, I watched her have you. Mm. Like you almost. We almost had to file paperwork and yeah. <laughs> get the body bags and shit. Like, what? What are you doing? Mm. So, yeah, that was. I agree. That like, nah. There's no way that he's just like, oh, I, I got her now. We're good. Yeah. Hell like, no. Like nothing happened. <laughs> yeah. No. You need some help with her. So let's 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 do that. Um. So yeah, he's able to get everybody else in, and then when they get King Shark in, and that guy like catches them. 
I, it's great that they were kind of like ready. Like they were like, oh, we're having a little party down here. And Harley just had her top off immediately. Yeah. <laughs> um, and again, forward thinking, very like situationally aware, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, that guy is like, oh, we're having a party. Yeah. And uh, that's why you mind your business. Yeah. yeah he, was, he was excited for a split second. He's like, wait a minute, you're Harley. <laughs> Get over <Yeah>. here. <laughs> He was like, oh, titties. Wait, those are Harley's titties. And yeah, he didn't make it out of there. That was a rough one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I mean, since there was a riot and since everybody escaped, I guess they'll be able to just say that that's what it was because, mm-hmm. yeah, like if if the whole riot and all that hadn't happened, I kind of wonder how they were going to explain that. Yeah. But also, Amanda Waller, she would have figured it out. Mm. I'm sure that it would not have been... Because she said, keep the body count to a minimum. She didn't say don't kill anybody. She Mm. said, just do your best to kill as few people as possible. Yeah. I did like how she told Deadshot to use rubber bullets. And like as soon as he got the chance, he's like, nah, screw those rubber bullets. (laughs) He pulled out the (laughs) high-velocity rounds. Like, rubber bullets, that's not who I am. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, yeah. I, I also thought that was great. Like, because he saw the rubber bullets and he was like, nah. Just immediately, like, nah, I'm not doing nah, that. Nah, not doing that. <laughs> like, you got me confused with somebody. Because, mm. yeah, I don't I do not do rubber bullets. So, uh, everybody gets in. We're good. And then let's, uh, let's talk about whenever Deadshot kind of establishes dominance. Because. That, to me, it doesn't seem like Captain Boomerang or Black Spider would take that well. Mm. Whenever Deadshot basically says, like, you all are idiots, I know what I'm doing, I'm in charge, if you do what I say, things will go well, shut the fuck up and listen to me. Like, when he does that whole thing, Mm. when he has his HNIC speech, I was like, there's no way Captain Boomerang... Or Black Spider would have just been like, yes, sir. No. Like, absolutely no way. And I guess Captain Boomerang addresses it later. Mm -hmm. But Black Spider establishes very early, like, I don't want to work with anyone, but especially you people. Mm -hmm. You scum criminals. Um and and so yeah, there's there's no way Black Spider just like eats that. So I, I mean, maybe there wasn't time to explore that, but, and I mean, Deadshot was like, he was pissed and he was like, even Harley tried to, you know, make him feel better. And he was like, get the fuck off me. Yeah. We're not doing that. We're not together. Um, so yeah, but anyway, one of the things, another thing that we see, uh, we know that the Joker's toxic, of course, but we see how toxic he is in this. Yeah. Or we we get a you know some semblance of how toxic he is mm-hmm. um, through some of his comments and the fact that he feels jealousy at all. And yeah, like we'll 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 get into that a little bit. But uh, they make it to the contraband room and they find the Riddler's staff. And Batman is you know out in the streets um, and. <laughs> Whenever he saw Zaz, it was was like, I'm not in the mood tonight, Zaz. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm not playing games today. Just 
don't you don't want the and then you know Zaz didn't know any better and then he got his shit clocked mm-hmm. and then Batman was like you know Harley was a little too Harley was weird tonight don't you think Alfred and Alfred was like weirder than usual so <laughs> yeah. and um yeah he played the footage and he I guess just knows the Arkham shift see that's I mean it's a it's cool, but that's a weird thing. Like, you yeah, know he, who works what on this day. <laughs> he knew people by name, and he knew their shifts. And I will say that's one thing that I thought was a good idea. Because normally they just loop footage, mm-hmm. but King Shark said, no, play yesterday's footage at the same time. Like That's something that I feel like we don't see often. We normally just see them loop footage so that it looks like nothing is happening in certain mm-hmm. areas, or so yeah. it looks like hallways are clear. But in this one, they loop yesterday's footage so that there'd be activity. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's okay. Yeah. We don't usually see that. So mm-hmm. I support that. And I guess because everything's time-stamped, uh, yeah, you said it for the same time. Mm-hmm. And then he said, Shark Week had his first thought. It's like, okay. You don't you don't have to be that way. But you, yeah. everybody's a villain here, I guess. But like, okay. So, um, yeah, Batman looks at the footage and he's like, oh, okay. Let me just go take care of that. Yeah. <laughs> and so when they get to the contraband room, uh, they all fight. And Batman, Batman demonstrates why they didn't want those problems. Mm-hmm. Like, he just... What he, see, and what he does to Harley in there, I'm like, yeah, see what, Harley should not have had any, she shouldn't have been able to do anything against him, because, you know, she gets her hammer, and she's doing the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then, yeah. yeah, just immediately, bitch, stop. <laughs> like, yeah, like, she gets facepalmed, and just gets moved out of the way, like, she is not a threat. And... Uh, Killer Frost trying to use Mr. Freeze's gun was great. Yeah. Uh, Gets a uh, the shark in the face. <laughs> yeah, she. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was not good for him. Mm-hmm. But I I like their dynamic. I like that they they start like she, he was you know he was in from oh, yeah. jump like yeah. he was he was ready to get yeah. it going like he was infatuated. And he, he was starting to win her over there too. And that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, they were starting to they were starting to bond a little bit. Mm-hmm. And because whenever he saved her life, she was like, "Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay." <laughs> I'm not mad about it. Because yeah, she absolutely would have died uh, when oh, they yeah. got dropped out of that plane. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that's kind of a moment where you kill somebody if you're going to like if you. Because one of the things that the Suicide Squad often does is demonstrate how expendable people are in the Suicide Squad. That's why they call it the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Um, so you you can't have a Suicide Squad movie without at least half the squad perishing in most cases. And so I, the first time I watched this movie, I thought somebody's not going to make it out of this plane. Or mm-hmm. like somebody somebody's not going to make it to the ground, gotcha. to the mission. But I guess KG Beast dying early covered that. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm glad that we saw everybody that we saw. Um, but I was surprised because I was like, oh yeah, there, there's no way they all make it to the ground. Just like in Deadpool 2, when they jumped out of a plane, I was like, there's no way everybody makes it to the ground. 
<laughs> and in Deadpool 2, yeah, there was some deaths on the way down. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I thought that it was going to be a similar situation, but um, I'm okay with the fact that there wasn't. But in the contraband room, everybody fights, and then... Um, you know, there's explosions and shit, and Black Spider tries to take on Batman, which is a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he walks out, and the spoils of war. Yeah. Which, again, um, in the Dark Knight Returns episode, I talk about uh, Batman's costume game, his disguise game, being mm-hmm. A1. Mm-hmm. This is another great example of Batman... Uh, he had the voice. Yeah, yeah. Like, how? <laughs> how did he have his voice? That's wild. Um, but that just you know, Batman is too much. Yeah. And I guess Batman and Black Spider are the same size. And yeah, <sighs> because what I'm wondering is how, in that very very short amount of time. Batman was able to subdue Black Spider, put him in a bat costume, get himself into Black Spider's costume, and walk out of the room that had a bunch of explosions in it, while also Black Spider not dying, all in a matter of seconds? It was it was literally seconds, yeah. <laughs> that's impressive. Yeah. But I guess that's Batman. That's prep time. That's the power of prep time. Uh since he had prep time, he didn't need all of the other time that we just talked about that he would need to do all of those things. He already maybe. had a black spider suit prepared. I was going to say, uh, maybe he was already wearing one underneath the bat suit. <laughs> even though he was wearing a bat suit underneath the spider suit. Yeah. <laughs> and he had a spare bat suit on him to be able to put black spider in one. Yeah. And yeah, it was, uh, uh, that was one of those things I was like, that's comic book bullshit, but okay. But it's fine, uh, we're just gonna roll with it. We're just gonna we're just gonna let that ride. That's fine. So, um, then we see, um, the Joker escape, and we see that Killer Frost has uh, had a little mission, a little visit to make, and. You know, she shows up at the Riddler cell, and she's she's not here to play games. She because he was like, "Aren't you curious? Don't you want to know?" He's like, "No, Amanda Waller, who has a detonator in my neck, told me to kill you. That's why I'm here. There's no like, there's nothing left to talk about. I don't know what you like. You're just gonna have to die." And then he's like, "Oh, I know how to deactivate the bombs." She's like, "Oh, well." You should have you should have yeah. led with that, yeah. and then uh, I wouldn't have got this close to killing you. Um. Also, if she's a, I, I, well, I guess they have different uh, levels of security for different people because the Joker was behind like glass with holes, but the Riddler was just behind regular bars. And I was going to say, because, like, the fact that Killer Frost was able to just freeze and break the bars is like, that's that's not very secure at all. And if she was in here, where would they put her? But I'm sure they'd find a, a room for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I was like, that was super easy. Like, I, I didn't even think about that, but yeah. Like she just super easily just froze the bars. They just shattered. And then she was like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm in here. 
and it, like I was like, oh, that it, that was easy. Okay. So yeah, I'm I'm sure that if she was actually in there, they they'd have something different for her because it looked like they had like different situations for people who needed different situations. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that makes sense. Um. So then they're all trying to make it to the medical area because that's where they have to be in order to do this. And, you know, King shark hates heights, which I love that they kept consistent and killer frost guides him through there because I guess he's a fucking tank Yeah, uh, because bullets don't work on him or something. I'm not sure what the situation is with his like mouth and teeth and all that, but I see his, like his forehead and all that was exposed. Maybe he just had real thick skin or something. I don't know. Cause... Yes, I mean, and they they mentioned we 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 talk about his. Oh, thick yeah, skin. oh yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. So yeah, like, but I, I was just thinking he's just running through toward those halo bullets. Like one bullet would hit something that you would think, but yeah, like as much as he had exposed, yeah, I would I would think that if if bullets could kill him, then they would have. Mm. I'll say that. Yeah. So. Maybe they didn't have powerful enough rounds to kill him, but Maybe. who yeah. knows? Yeah. Uh, we also and we see the Joker escape, um, which I guess was planned by Harley. That's that's how I felt that she specifically she did it on purpose. Yeah. Okay. Because it was it was a little hard to tell, but yeah, I mm. that's what it's looking like is that she mm. did it on purpose. Mm. So they make it to the room. And Black Spider says, I'll keep a lookout. And everybody gets set up for their electroshock therapy. And then Amanda Waller calls. And, you know, she calls and she's furious. She's like, what the fuck is going on? Don't jerk me around, Lawton. And one of the things I wonder is like, so was she not listening the entire time? Because if I'm Amanda Waller, I'm, I don't know if I'm turning that off. Mm-hmm. Like, I... Even if I'm not talking to them, I'm going to be listening in mm. the entire time. That's that's awful. Because that's there's one because yeah. there's one part when whenever they're talking about the security cameras, they're like, uh, you know, so that we don't have to worry about worry about being looked at. And he was like, by Batman or by Waller, by both. Oh, yeah. See, like that's not a conversation I'm having if I know that she is listening to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did. I don't understand why, like, her not being tapped in the entire time, I think, has a lot to do with how we got here. Like, what the, um, uh, Amanda Waller, you know better than that. Like, you know who we're dealing with. There's no reason you should not have been, like, listening in at, like, for the entire mission. Because that's why you had questions. That's why you didn't understand what was going on. That's why we're confused. Like, Amanda Waller, you absolutely should have been listening in the entire time. Or had somebody listening in. Yeah. Um, even if it wasn't you specifically. Like, you should have been in a room of people that had ears on them at all times. So, yeah, that was that was very unlike Amanda Waller to me. Like, I, I feel like that character would have kept a better eye on them and like that. I know the movie had to happen. And yeah. so, you know, whatever. But, but I'm, I'm with you, though, because she because the whole mission was to get the that thumb drive back from the Riddler that was going to expose her whole operation. So, like, you would think that she would be on top of the 
what whatever what everything that's happening. So exactly. So you know, a lot of what happened was definitely because she wasn't keeping up with them. Mm-hmm. But um the Riddler gets him in the room and he, you know, sets everybody up for some electroshock therapy while Black Spider keeps a lookout. And then she she calls, she gets pissed off, and everybody's bombs are, you know, diffused right on time. And she hits the button. King Shark dies. And you could tell in that moment that, I mean, and there were moments you could tell before that, but like that was when you knew that Killer Frost really cared about him. Yeah. Because whenever she pushed the button, and Riddler was like, huh, that's weird. She was like, do it again. Run it right now. Like she, do it again. And he was like, maybe his skin is too thick. Mm. Like the Riddler had no chalant about it at all. Mm. Like, and he was like, oh, well, sorry. Yeah. I tried. But uh, I guess it didn't work. <laughs> and then they were like, well, what's his excuse? Because we see in the hallway that Black Spider's in the Batman suit. So this was your first time watching this movie. What were your thoughts on that little twist? Uh, I thought, I mean, I thought it was great for the movie. But from the get-go, I was like, there's no way Black Spider beat Batman in that. So I was like, I knew something was up. Yeah, but, but it was a great twist though, with with uh because <laughs> Joker walks up to behind him one when his head blows up. He's like, This is the best gun ever. <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, whenever when it, well, the first time I watched this movie, I said the same thing. I was like, Oh, there's no way yeah. that Black Spider beat Batman. I don't even know who he and he absolutely not. Like yeah. I know this nameless dude did not be Batman. Yeah, this something something's up. Mm. Something's something's a miss. And if he didn't have the voice, it would have been like a lot easier to tell, but because yeah. he had the voice. So that uh, was a great touch to I'm assuming it was the same voice actor talking, yeah. but I assume it was Giancarlo, but yeah. if it was Kevin Conroy doing that, then I was like, that's impressive. Yeah. But yeah, that was uh that twist was interesting to me, but I, I knew there was something there. Like mm. the first time I watched the movie, I didn't realize like, Oh, it's, it's, it is in fact, Batman. Mm. But I knew that, that some about it didn't feel right. But whenever, cause I think for some people, they didn't realize it until his head actually exploded. But for some people, they, they knew it whenever he was like slowly walking in the hallway. Mm. Cause that's when I knew it because yeah. we see him like walking in the hallway and like, he's hurt. And, you know, he's in the bad suit, but his little, like, um, the noises he was making were mm. not heaven. And I was like, oh, yeah. that's where Black, okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I get it now. I understand how we got here. So, uh, for any of the people that are, were watching this movie for the first time, I'd love to hear um, if that got you or if you knew what was going on or at mm. what point you realized it. Like, I'd, I'd love to... Here's some feedback on that. But um, his head explodes and the Joker saying, Denzel, what have they done to you? <laughs> First of all, hilarious. Yeah. But 
I his head should not have been intact. No, because nobody else's was. Nobody else's was. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they they left his head intact for two reasons. One, so that the Joker knew that that was not Batman. Mm-hmm. And two, so that the Joker could listen in on his earpiece, which mm-hmm. should not have made it through. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like that, because King Shark's head was gone. Mm-hmm. KGB's yeah. head was gone. was gone too, yeah. And so the fact that his, his like he was just decapitated, mm. his head didn't actually explode. But it's like no, everybody else's head exploded. Mm-hmm. And so that was a little, you know, okay. I I think we could have we we probably should have thought about that one a little better. A yeah. uh, little little continuity issue there, but but that is how the Joker knew. Where to go next was because he got that earpiece. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like that—that's yeah. why it had to happen that way. Yeah, yeah. But if if that's the case, then you don't blow up King Shark's head. No, like yeah. you 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 uh, because yeah, KGB's head disappeared. Like his head was gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you know, like normally in a situation like that, we'd have like seen or heard his head land because mm-hmm. he was a robot. So I guess his head would have stayed intact. Yeah. But um. And another thing that I wonder, um, I wonder if Killer Frost's bomb would have even worked. Because if her body, if she's able to, like, freeze her body and she exists in a state of, like, frozenness, mm-hmm. uh, it's my understanding that freezing a bomb can, at a minimum, delay it. Yeah. So I'm wondering if... I am I like honestly Amanda Waller probably took that into account, but mm. I'm wondering if Killer Frost bomb would work based on her body. Yeah, because even pointed out in the movie because that's how she gets into the prison or into Arkham is because she's so frozen cold that she's they thought she was dead. She, exactly. She, yeah. And so yeah, they're like obviously oh yep this body's dead. Yeah. And that's that's the point when I was like. Mm. Oh, hmm. mm. would would the bomb even work in her head? Um, but again, let's let's assume Amanda Waller uh, planned for that somehow. Yeah, like she yeah. let's let's assume that she you know already had that handled. Mm. So then, you know, they start fighting, and then the Joker shows up and starts blowing shit up, mm. as the as the Joker does, and Batman <laughs> is like, "I need to leave." Yeah. I'll come back, but uh, right now, I need to go. Yeah. Because this is too much. So, then the squad comes face-to-face with the Joker as he's just kind of roaming the hallways. And he's about to kill Floyd because he's like, I don't like people touching my things. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that's super toxic. But uh, that's, that's the Joker. Like, He's he's one of the most toxic people that exist in God. Like that's that's a part of his whole thing is that mm-hmm. he's not a good dude. Mm-hmm. So Harley basically is like, no, I did it for us. I you're the only you're the only reason I'm here, and uh, this is what made Dead. This is what made him my favorite version of Deadshot when he was like, go ahead and pull the trigger. You got a bullets. 
that was a great and, part. Yeah. yeah, and he was like, "Whenever you, whenever it clicks, I'm gonna beat your ass." <laughs> and the Joker was like, "Hold, wait, wait, hold on, wait, uh, time out, stop counting." Yes. I'm pretty sure there are bullets in here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I was like, "That's good shit." Yeah, and even I think it was Boomerang. He's like, "You just out crazy the Joker." <laughs> yeah. And see, and and that it, it is at that point the Captain Boomerang should have been like, "All right, you being in charge, I get it. Mm. I see how we got here. Like, yeah. I see why I lost every pissing contest we had. Mm. Uh, because you, yeah, you're about it. Yeah. And so, I that that's the scene where I was like, "Oh yeah, this is my Deadshot. Yeah. Like, if 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 Deadshot is like if every version of Deadshot I see is like this one, Deadshot's gonna end up being in uh one of my top lists because like mm. this is a really good version of Deadshot, mm. but no other version of Deadshot that I've seen is as good as this one to me. Um, that's voice actor or live action actor. That's a uh, character. That's that's all the parts, but. Um, so he and Harley escape down the, I guess, laundry chute, mm. and he takes her mallet, and that's where the bomb is. It's like, oh, so the bomb was in Arkham the whole time. Mm. Alrighty, should have known that. And then, did a, uh, I don't remember if it ever showed. Did Harley know the bomb was in there the whole time? I don't think she did. I don't think she did either. Um, I don't think she did. Because I think that the Joker just said, hey, get the mallet. Mm. But whenever she said to Batman that she knew nothing, Batman determined that she was telling the truth. Mm. And then, yeah, like, I don't I, I don't think she knew about the bomb and the mallet. And she mentioned, like, Mr. J doesn't tell me everything. Mm. So. And the way she just kept swinging it around. <laughs> Yeah, she was she was using it yeah. like it was a mallet, and so yeah, there's no way she could have known. But yeah, so they have their standoff. Uh, he pretty much lights the fuse on the bomb, and then Batman comes back to stop the Joker, and the Joker releases everyone. Mm-hmm. And when he releases people, it is an issue. There are two main people who are a problem. Mm. That is Bane and that is Poison Ivy. Yep. Now, the fact that Bane and Poison Ivy were being contained leads me to believe that if Killer Frost was in there, they'd have come up with something for her specifically. Mm. But with Bane... It's funny that, like, when they released him, his, like, juice started. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right. They they should have they should have cut him off. But yeah, that's fine. And then, yeah, with Poison Ivy, she was... Um, the one thing that I think a lot of people don't get is that Poison Ivy could uh, get a lot done. Mm-hmm. And this kind of shows that. Now, I will say, we see two different times in this movie... Uh, women using a quote-unquote kiss of death. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see Killer Frost do it early yeah. um, when she kisses a guy and then he freezes to death. Mm-hmm. And then we see Poison Ivy do it to, um, you know, get people on her side. I've, I don't like it. 
uh, that's a trope that feels real misogynistic. Mm. And, you know, I'm sure there are some things that are terribly misogynistic that, like, don't bother me, but that one bothers me. I don't like it. Yeah, because it seems like there's other ways you could go about it. Like, Poison Ivy could just have, like, a mist that does the same thing. Yeah. And Killer Frost has shown that she could just touch somebody. Yeah. And do the same thing. So <laughs> Exactly. So yeah, we didn't need to do all that. Yeah. Um, but whatever. Um, you know, I'm I'm not surprised, but uh the, the fact that they used it twice in this movie is why I'm bringing it up and like it uh yeah, we can do better. Mm. That's that's a trope we don't need. But um yeah, the Joker releases everybody, and so, you know, everybody's busy. There are a lot of people who die. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is also my favorite version of Batman subduing Bane. Because mm-hmm. normally, we will see Batman just kind of, like, casually cut Bane's supply, and then mm-hmm. it's over. But mm-hmm. this one, he had to get up on the back of his neck, and he had to actually pull, like the way that he had to actually get the juice off of Bane mm. was really good to me. Yeah. Because this Bane was fucking massive. Mm. And normally, yeah, like Batman either really struggles against Bane and loses, or he just, you know, throws a batarang, cuts off Bane's supply, and then the fight's over. Be yeah, like this one, he he actually had to get on the back of his head and like pull all four hoses out. And I was like, I I, I really like that. I want to say that's the same way they do it in the game. That's uh, what I assumed. Yeah, because I do. I remember you jump on his back and you, you pretty much do the same thing, you, which is very fun. <laughs> but you, yeah, like, yeah, I haven't uh, played through the Arkham <laughs> games, but I uh, played through God of War mm-hmm. and it felt like a God of War type yeah. Uh, like that happening to me, mm. and I was hoping that that was something from the game because when I saw it and I, you know, knew this movie existed in that universe, I was like, that would be brilliant for how you defeat him in the game. Mm. And if it is, if that's what they did, then excellent. Uh, mm. they were already ahead of it. Yeah. So that is that is the best like way of handling Bane that I've seen. Mm. Um. Especially at the size. They made Bane so big in this game. Like, the fact that Batman was able to stand on the back of his head and the fact that Batman needed his arms to pull the hoses out. I was like, yeah, that Bane is huge. Um, And then, yeah, uh, Poison Ivy was fucking a lot of people up. And, you know, she can do that. So, we see that Bane... uh, we assume that Killer Frost dies mm. because she gets in a car and Bane throws that car and that car explodes. Yep. And if anybody's not surviving an explosion, it's going to be Killer Frost. Yeah. So, uh, R.I.P. <laughs> and then, uh, and before that, whenever Batman comes back to Arkham and he, Lawton, We'll handle our business later. There's more important shit to do. Yeah. Like, yeah. let's let's not 
Let, let's the, the what you don't want is a pissing contest with me, mm. first of all. But uh, secondly, like you 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 know the deal. You know you don't want these problems. You know that uh we don't we don't need to do this today. We mm. we can we can have our stuff later on, but like today, uh there are more important matters. We both want the Joker to be stopped. Yeah. So putting our stuff aside, what what are we what are we doing here? And then he uh you know, he's like, All right, cool. I don't want those problems. Yeah. You're correct. Mm. So let's just go ahead and you know work together on this a little bit yeah which that's from my experience with that shot through like video games and stuff like that that seems to usually be their they seem to always have respect for one another even though they try to kill each other a lot but they like stuff like that does happen where they they have a mutual understanding yeah yeah and yeah like uh they can put their shit aside Mm. if there's you know, bigger threats or like other matters to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And again, I I love it. Mm-hmm. Cause again, this is a version of Deadshot that he's like uh yeah, no, I I I have an understanding for mm-hmm. what Batman is. And Batman is like, while I could take care of you, um I that's not that's not the best play right now. Yeah. Like we can we can worry about it later, and we will. Okay. And whenever you know they're like, "Hey, we need a way out of here," and then they see the helicopter, uh, yeah, they just all scatter. So it's every man for himself at that point. And I'm like, "Yep, that's villain shit." Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we there's no way we could just all cooperate mm. and make our way to the helicopter. Like, why why can't we all cooperate and make our way to that? Like, but. <laughs> It's because of villains, I guess. But yeah, I would have been like, oh, let's all, like, we can all fit. So mm-hmm. let's go. I get why Captain Boomerang and uh, Deadshot wouldn't have, you know, wanted to make that work. But yeah, you know, if, I'm, if I'm Killer Frost, yeah, like, I wouldn't have tried to, like, push them out of the. But also, I'm not a villain. So yeah. Which that was kind of weird because Killer Frost is the one that initiated it. She shoved them both down and took off running. Exactly. So, yeah. So, and so yeah, like that's that's what I'm saying. Like she, it's like oh, she's still a villain. Yeah, yep, that didn't go away. So yeah, uh, you know, shortly thereafter, she dies. R.I.P. And then, uh, Floyd makes it to the helicopter, and Captain Boomerang does not. Mm-hmm. And you know, we don't know what happens to Captain Boomerang, but he's probably well. I don't know because it's Suicide Squad, so he might be dead. Or yeah. he's fine and just in Arkham. But yeah. Floyd gets on there, and of course the Joker and Harley were hiding, which I don't know why they could have just taken the helicopter. Yeah. And like uh where were they hiding at? Because there wasn't like anything in the background of the helicopter. It was just the two pilot seats and then like a big open space. <laughs> like where were they? Great question. Um I assumed there was something back there they were hiding behind, but it doesn't seem like there was. At least from what I saw, it, it, it literally looked like it was just the two pilot seats and then just a big open space. That's what it looked like to me, too. Yeah. So, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. So, you know, they 
reveal themselves. And I guess Batman knows that the Joker's already on the helicopter. Mm. And maybe the reason they hit on the helicopter is because neither of them can fly one. That's possible. Well, I definitely couldn't. Yeah, but then how would they? How did they know that somebody like I? I don't know. Yeah, okay. That's that's. I could spend all day wondering about that, but yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, they are on the helicopter. Batman knows that they're on the helicopter, so Batman, of course, follows, mm-hmm. and he gets uh you know of course floyd and the joker are pissed at each other Mm -hmm. because floyd is like you're the joker and causing problems and like we yeah and the joker is very personally bothered by floyd because of what happened between he and harley yeah which she did get pistol whipped for um she was getting all kinds of punishment but you know he's toxic as hell so mm-hmm. that makes sense and you know she tries to fly the plane or the helicopter batman gets her off of it and then whenever they talk um she says to him like yeah he hits me sometimes but i i still love him uh, and you're the problem batman yeah cuz that's what I, well, that's what what she says she says he hits me sometimes, but you hurt me is what she says to Batman, I think, or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, uh, uh, what? Yeah. Like, that's that's so... But, I mean, that's that's how it happened. That's what toxic... Like, I guess that's what it is. Because I... Yeah, seeing it is wild. Because yeah. it actually happens in real life, and it's... Um, it. I mean, I'm not gonna say it's worse because I would assume nobody's as bad as the Joker, but there may be people who are. I don't know, but there are a lot of people who stay in very abusive relationships, and it's like, how? Why though? And especially with Harley, because she's very capable, and she can like she was a doctor, and she could be out on her own. Like she's incredibly skilled in a lot of areas, and. Yeah, I, it's, yeah, it's, it's wild to me, but like also potentially realistic for some people because there are a lot of people that will just choose to stay in toxic relationships knowing that it is not in their best interest, but they just can't seem to shake off the love they have for that toxic individual. It's, uh, it's interesting. But, um, so yeah, she says that and they fight and that doesn't go well for Harley, obviously. Um, and then the Joker and Deadshot are fighting. And one thing that another, um, reference from episode 16, uh, the Dark Knight Returns part two, when the Joker and Batman fight the way that the Joker stabs Batman in that movie, um, very similar to how the Joker stabs Floyd in this movie. Uh, like I call it a jug because you know to shank somebody is usually up close. Yeah, a shank is usually very personal, very short distance. To jug, you you bring it back and you you th- ah like jug's got some range on it. Yeah. And um, so he, yeah, Floyd got to just eat those. Mm. Um, 
But then uh, he kicks him into the helicopter and then it falls and it explodes. And it is mentioned, did they find a body? Nope. nope. Because you, of course not. Yeah. So that's why I was like, maybe Killer Frost isn't dead. Because, you know, explosions aren't a guarantee if there's no body. But Killer Frost died. She's dead. Um, so one of the things that I do find interesting is that Amanda Waller is the only person in this movie who is not bothered by Batman. Mm. Because whenever Batman shows up, she says, oh, it's just you. Yeah, yeah. Just no chalant at all. Unbothered entirely. And I'm like, what? Like, but that makes sense for Amanda Waller. Mm. Um, Amanda Waller has a very high level of hubris. Um, and, you know, for good reason. But, yeah, I was, uh, I was, I was like, oh, okay, Amanda, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, eh, it's just you. And, um, you know, Batman starts talking and she's like, we're the U.S. government. Are you threatening me? You think I'm afraid of you? Like, I can shut down your whole little operation. Yeah. And Batman is like, I'm warning you. And then he disappears. And then uh, she's about to get sniped. And Floyd, that's what Floyd said he was going to do. He did say it. Yeah. And I'm sure that Batman knew exactly what was going on. Uh, Because... When Batman said, I'm warning you, you don't want those problems. I'm sure that, yeah, Batman, Batman was aware. Mm-hmm. He, he, he knew he knew what was going on. And I like that his daughter was just in the background with headphones. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you don't, you don't need to, you don't need to see what's about to happen. So mm-hmm. you just, you just play with, play with, play with your toys and yeah. listen, listen to, listen to a little something. Uh, yeah, that's, um, I hope she was wearing noise canceling. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah amanda waller in the, like th- again this is my amanda waller i i loved amanda waller in this movie i loved deadshot in this movie. there was nobody that i didn't like honestly um because uh, I, I, I i like everybody i don't know if this is my favorite version of the riddler but i didn't have an issue with it i do like the voice actor which is uh any Criminal Minds fans out there, he's a read off of Criminal Minds. Okay. The, okay. the real smart one. Uh, that makes sense. I hope it's read. I hope I didn't just make a fool of myself. <laughs> well, that's fine. Somebody will correct you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this isn't my favorite version of King Shark, but I didn't hate it. Um, but my favorite version of King Shark is from the Harley Quinn show. Uh, but everybody else. I really liked in this movie. Um, I thought that everybody was represented well. Um, so, Dallas, on a scale of one to ten, what are you thinking? Overall, I'm gonna give this one a nine. Nine out of ten. Okay, it's very good. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Uh, I'm gonna give it an eight. Uh, I really enjoyed it. But uh, I didn't enjoy it as much as some of my nines. Mm. But it's very good. Yeah. Um, 
I liked a lot of things about it. Yeah. Uh, there were some like little things, if I'm going to get nitpicky, that we did already discuss, but mm. overall, very good. Um, I enjoyed this movie every time I watch it. Yeah. yeah it, it's one I could definitely watch multiple times and yeah. still enjoy it. And again, the fact that it exists in the uh, Arkham universe, I, I knew that I had to have you for this episode. Um, so I really hoped you would enjoy it. And I hoped that you would be able to see some things from the game that were incorporated into the movie. Definitely got so, me wanting to go play the games again. <laughs> well, good. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad it had that effect. Um, anything else on this movie? Uh, just, it's a great movie. I recommend everybody go see it. If you're listening to us, hopefully you've already seen it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and okay. if if you haven't, you should. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we just talked about it uh, in great detail, but you know, if you if you if you haven't seen it, just go ahead and give it a give it a little look. See, it's uh, and especially if you have played any of the Arkham games. Yes. Yes. Go watch it. Um, I think that will add a level of enjoyment for you mm-hmm. if you have uh, played any of the Arkham games and then you watch this movie. Because, again, it exists in the same universe. And it's the only movie that does, as far as I know. Oh, okay. So, yes. In the next episode, we will be discussing Justice League Thrones of Atlantis. So, until then, salutations. Salutations.